Okay, hello and welcome to this fortnight's episode of the Blueprint Review Podcast. Uh, another smaller crowd today, just myself and uh, Mr. Darren Bolton. Hello. Laura Cavana. 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 No, it's Cavana. That's yeah. Darren's anyway. fault. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, and we're here to talk about movies as usual. Brilliant. Should we just crack on? Let's crack on. Let's crack on. That was the worst intro I think I've done ever. Brilliant. Choose that again. No, that'll be fine. Um, news. Uh, I couldn't find any exciting news myself, to be honest, this last couple of weeks. Uh, although I do tend to check just before the podcast, so it's only usually recent news I see. But uh, the only thing, there were two things that interested me, but one of them's not that interesting, so I'll just go for the first one. Um, yeah, Charlie Kaufman's uh, next film has been sort of announced, and it's got uh, quite an odd cast, actually. It's got Nicolas Cage, Steve Carell, and Jack Black. That sounds like the most oh, yes. hideous cast you could possibly ever oh, imagine. Oh, my goodness. Sounds odd. I mean, Maybe I don't know. I mean, Nicolas Cage, you're fair enough, but what? To be, to be fair, Steve Carell can be very good, but he just picks some shit films, I think. I, oh, I don't know. Steve I think... I, I don't know. Well, go on. I still... I, not a great example, but... Anchorman, though, he's fucking brilliant in that film. And he, and he was good in um, Little Miss Sunshine, you've got to give it, even if the film's a bit flawed, he was very good. I think he has potential, I think he's a good actor, he just tends to go in a lot of shitty sort of ways. But I think potential, I think in the American office from what I've heard he's supposed to be very good in that, but I don't really watch it. I, I have an opinion on Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the films that he does, he plays pretty much the same character. Mm. And they work in some films, like Little Miss Sunshine, He's good in that because his character works in it, yeah. and the same. I don't think he's very different in that film, though. He's not really think? quite not like he's a bit more goofy. I, I know what you mean. In most of he's a bit very, more real in that one, yeah. but yeah, I just think that he just does that character very well, and then yeah. sometimes that's in awful films. Yeah. The thing is, that's like a lot of com- comedy actors, yeah. isn't it? I mean, nobody's worse than old. his co-star in that film, yeah. Jack Black. Yeah. Who has not proved anything other than oh, a I don't know. buffoon? I was about to say, I think that I think. When he first came onto the scene, High Fidelity, Fidelity. he was great. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, High Fidelity is amazing. And but then he was like, Jack no. Has he ever done anything different? Ever? Not really. No, I mean, seriously, has Please he ever, say. ever, ever done anything remotely different to acting like, like he does? Not really. That I think the problem with Jack Black as well, that isn't the same with Steve Carell, is the fact that he's sort of, he's kind of just become, like, almost believed his own hype and then become more of that annoying yeah. kind of character over the years and so people are really just getting annoyed with him now rather than actually finding him I fine. was annoyed with him almost instantly but I have done it amazing yeah and then pretty much after that yeah I think it's but Charlie yeah. Kaufman amazing yeah I was about to say Charlie Kaufman so um, you never know you never know he, he might work wonders with those guys uh, but yeah I've found a little mini description of what it's about it's called Frank, Frank or Francis um, and the ex- explanation on this on it's film junk I think I looked at saying it's a volatile back and forth between a film director, Frank, and an online blogger, Francis, who takes delight in berating his cinematic talent. Um, There's also a rumour that it might be a musical, which is interesting. Uh, So, I don't know, I think the actual premise, uh, I think it's quite a good one for comedy. It's quite a small one, I don't know. But his last one was sort of, it was quite meta. Yeah. This is quite, well, I suppose all his work out. Yeah. I suppose, this is just, I suppose it's weird because it's so, it's his part of his industry. I mean, the last one was about a theatre director. And mm. a, and who is this director? What has he done? Charlie Kaufman, he did Cynic Duck in New York. Oh, but yeah. he wrote, he wrote yeah. he's been more famous for being a writer. He did Eternal Sunshine. He wrote 
being Joe Markovich. Okay, so he's incredible. Adaptation. Yeah. yeah. He did Human Nature. That was Jack Black on it. No, Reese Stefan's other. I've not seen it to be honest, but Reese Stefan's the main guy in it. I is he? Jack Black. Oh, okay. It. But anyway, so as a, so his work so is. He's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I, I'm still up for it. I know it's an odd cast. Funny group of. Yeah, it's a funny cast there. Well, then Reese Stefan's is a pretty yeah. bizarre choice for. Yeah, he has his moments, but yeah. So yeah, that was my bit of news. I don't know if anyone else has uh, seen yeah. it. Yeah, uh, well, this is it's not like a kind of current one. It's actually something that's been on my mind for a while, but I keep forgetting <laughs> it. Like, what, like one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, sort of like, is King of Kong. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. And then what happened with that was it got bought up for the film rights pretty pretty much instantly oh, after yeah, kind of, yeah. which I thought was a bit weird because like, okay, there was a film already. That's not the news. It's got very old news. Yeah, I think he hadn't brought that up, but yeah. Ages ago. But what, there's a new... Something that's come, come, come to light recently. It's like the new film. Right, this is a documentary. They've bought the fictional rights to it, to an extent. Not fictional rights, but, you know, the rights to create yeah, a piece. It's of, Yeah. The new film is going to be a mockumentary. What? Is that the most ridiculous fucking use? Kind of events. That's yeah. bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Why? <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? There's just no point. As it the, is the most, the most pointless. Point, yeah. It's just gonna be a spoof version of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. It's, 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 it's more pointless than Gus Van Sant's Psycho remake. <laughs> we literally shot by yeah, shot. shot by it was exactly. It. Yeah. it was in colour though. Mm. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> but I thought that, that is really that is weird. Nice. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I hear on the grapevine that uh, Laura's got some... I do. Lindsay-inspired news, because Lindsay's got, not here. I've got Lindsay-inspired news, um, because uh, I just thought I'd get the gossip column out, and um, but I'm literally just, just going to list, so bear with me. <laughs> um, Kerry Mulligan is engaged to Mumford & Sons singer. Karen? Kerry. Kerry. Marcus Mumford, first piece. Uh, oh, so is that it? Is she that, used okay. to date she, Sheila LaBeouf, which I didn't know. But, oh, yeah, apparently. Probably during Wall Street 2 time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Denise Richards was spotted for the first time in public with her adopted daughter. Ooh. Mm. Uh, Jesse James and Kat Von D have called off their engagement. Okay. Leighton, yeah. Leighton <laughs> Meester, I don't even know who she Onto is. Onto the toilet. Hit her mum, apparently, mm, court yeah, proceedings. And Jessica Alba is expecting, rumoured to expect another baby. And finally, Ricky Gervais thinks losers are the most interesting people. Who knew? There you go. Wow, that's shocker. all my news, everybody. That's good. That was, that was like... Um, you were excited. Yeah, um, brilliant. Okay. Wow. That's well, just purely in honour of Lindsay. I know that she'd love that. Admit it. You were just struggling for some news. You quickly went on in whatever and just no, got the headlines. No, Couldn't no, even be bothered to run no, some proper news. No, like that isn't my, what happened at all. My <laughs> argument is that... And this is the excuse why this next section is probably going to be a lot shorter than that section. Longer than that section. Is I think most of the news... this last couple of weeks has been big trailers there's been a lot of big name trailers coming out recently and I think yeah, all, I the, all the film sites seem to be like this trailer that, trailer, this trailer, trailer, this trailer. Yeah. Um, so I know we usually just talk about one but I might talk about a couple a bit greedy I am a bit greedy yeah. um, I've got a big list here to be honest you guys might have some of these on well tell you what because I've only chosen one because that's start. what we agreed okay. so why don't we do ours and then you just fill in the gaps yeah. okay um, I'm going to pick there was again yeah, like you said there was a few new ones quite exciting it's always exciting to see some, um, some new trailers um, I'm going to choose not based on the trailer weirdly 
I'm going to choose Sherlock Holmes okay. too because I loved the first one. That was one of the biggest surprises of last year for me. Yeah. I was expect you know gay gay Ritchie, <laughs> gay Ritchie. Um, he's not very good, is he? <laughs> really, let's admit it. But so I wasn't excited about that. The cast, I hate Jude Law. I saw the trailer and to just to listen to Robert Downey Jr.'s English accent was a bit painful. So I was completely you know expecting the worst. Yeah. I saw it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great fun. I thought Garrett's style really worked with it, and I just thought it really worked. Everything about it was just great fun um, for what it, you know, for what it was, which yeah, is brilliant. Fun. So the sex of the trailer, I'm just looking forward to it because I'm sort of expecting more of the same. I don't think the trailer is amazing for some reason, even though it didn't bother me in the actual film. In the trailer, Robert Downey Jr.'s voice still pisses me off every time. He, I'm sure I'll be finding it, but maybe it's just because yeah, it's in the trailer. It, I think it didn't and um, a couple of a uh, couple of the gags are a bit. Yeah. bit dodgy but, um, but yeah I'm really looking forward to that yeah for, for me as well I, that, was, that was one of my trailers uh, for me it just it looked a lot like the last film but as you say I enjoyed the last film too and if it's the same as that then whatever I'll, I'll have good fun I'm sure so no I'm with you there I, I'm interested in, um, in Sherlock Holmes I'm going for my story uh, trailer trailer not story sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is it's actually it's almost out and it's been sort of um, advertised for a while but um, it, I'm quite excited about it it's Jane Eyre no. um, which is I just saw it at the uh, not on this but yeah, yeah just saw <laughs> yeah, it at the cinema well I hadn't seen a trailer for it and I saw one at the cinema this weekend I thought it looked great I thought it looked exactly the same it's, it's a BBC film and it looked pretty much exactly the same as the BBC drama what do they call them series Serial, yeah. um, Serial. but Serial. <laughs> I love that and I think I'll love the actual trailer, but Jane Eyre is one of my most favourite books that I've ever read. I think it's incredible, and so this is why I just get so excited about stuff. I hate with a passion sort of costume dramas. I'm not a big just fan. There's don't just... do it for me in any way, shape, or form. I do get it surprised depends. occasionally, but I'm not. Yeah, it depends though. It depends on what kind of like any anything by Jane Austen bores me to tears. I think mm. it's utter tripe. Yeah. I just think that. You know, she she was just writing about writing love stories and oh no, just utter boring. But Jane Eyre is an amazing novel, and um, you know, I I just love that whole sort of the idea of mad woman in the attic and everything. I just think it's incredible. Who's playing Jane so, Eyre again? Who is it? It's the girl who was in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, the girl, can't Mia, Fro- Mia Cor- whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So. Um, that, so I'm just excited about it, even though it looks like every other adaptation of Jane Eyre that's ever been made, and I probably will still love it. So there we go. It's nice to have a nice condensed version you can watch anyway, rather than a series or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Wasn't on my list, but I do have a few. Um, there was a second Tintin trailer out, and I wasn't that impressed by the first Tintin trailer. I must admit, controversially, most people online have, on the second trailer have, have just been brutal to it, saying it looks shit and no one's interested in watching it. To be honest, I actually thought it looked quite good in the second trailer. Again, I think the CGI, the sort of motion capture technology, is still a little creepy. That bothers me. But at the same time, I'm, I'm a massive Tintin fan. When I was a kid, I just read tons of Tintin books. And for me, it just seemed as though they'd captured it quite nicely. It felt like a Tintin book on screen, if you know what I mean. Not just because the characters look similar, but just like the old-fashioned fun and the humours... It's just quite old-fashioned, sort of... It's got that old-fashioned feel to it, despite all the CGI and all that sort of shit, and... I don't know, I, 
I wouldn't say it looked amazing, but I, that second trailer actually won me over a little bit after the first trailer was like, mm. Okay, I'm not, I avoided the second trailer yeah. because the first trailer was so bad. I don't know, it, so it might just be me, it might just be me, but I'm, I'm a bit of a Tintin man, so. Yeah, I've, I've never really been into Tintin, but yeah. I think Spielberg's next couple of War oh, Horse, this. Mm. Mm. Making, Jurassic Park 4 looks like it's really yeah. coming along. Yeah, but um, when you drag it onto a fourth film, I just start yeah. But I'm all because of, it's so long since the last one. Yeah. I, I hope that it's almost like a new start yeah. sort of thing. But um, and having Spielberg back on board might might be might be a good thing. Although the second film was probably my least favorite. But um, yeah, cool. You never know. Um, I'll move on. As I say, I've got a few. I mind quickly mention. <laughs> I don't like them all though, so maybe shouldn't be mentioning them all. I did see the the Thing trailer came out. The remake of the Thing. Did we chat about that last time? I don't think so. I'm sure we did. Maybe we did. Yeah, I think it looks a bit rubbish. <laughs> Let's move on. Maybe, no, maybe I was chatting to somebody else about it. I think I may have been chatting on yeah, I don't know. Facebook about it, actually. But I think what the only thing I will briefly mention, what, the only thing that bothered me was they'd made it out to be a prequel, and I think technically it's sort of supposed to be a prequel, but to be honest, it looks exactly the same as the first film. It's like, it just looks like another necessary remake. A completely pointless is what I thought. Like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why. It's but apart from the guy, it's a girl instead of yeah, a guy. I'm brilliant. It's just like, so what? It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't interest me. Uh, next film, John Carter, previously known as John Carter from Mars. Uh, when I read about it, I was really interested. It's Andrew Stanton, uh, one of the Pixar guys, did Wally and Monsters Inc., which are both amazing. Uh, it's his first live action film, but the trailer uh, looks a bit. Prince of Persia-ish, just looks, I don't know, didn't do it for me at all. Yeah, I'm the same, I'm yeah. the same, I was, you know, disappointed. All, like we were chatting last week, last time, uh, about Brad Bird's first, yeah. you know, kind of, um, Mission Impossible, and excited about it, kind of, kind of kind of moving there, and I was really excited, but it does look fucking terrible. Why did they change the name? John Carter from Mars sounds so much better yeah, than John Carter. John Carter sounds bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> John Carter from Mars, you kind of, it's, you know, tonally, genre, you get it from yeah. the title. John Carter, what the fuck? If you want a big blockbuster with loads of people who and see it, you're looking at the cinema listings as like fucking whatever, Transformers 70 or whatever. Fucking John Carter. When's John Carter coming out? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But no, uh, yeah, so that that was disappointing. Uh, I guess the biggest, well, no, the two really big trailers out, but one of the biggest was the Dark Knight Rises um, trailer is, a teaser is out. It doesn't sh- doesn't show much, um, and it looks pretty much as expected, dark and gritty and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but but yeah, I'm not the biggest Batman fan. I wasn't. I, I liked the last two Batman films, but I didn't think they were the greatest films ever. But this looks more the same, not in a bad way. It just yeah, it, I am sure it'll be good, but um, it'll, it, I don't I know if I'll be blown away as much. So I, I'm quite. Really? I haven't yeah. seen the trailer, but or teaser. No, I'm with Dave. You know, I, what I mean, I, they're all right, good. good, but I, I didn't get the hype. I definitely prefer Burton's version of that Batman. But saying that, like you know, I was actually quite excited. It's like he's always going to do something interesting with it, and yeah. it's the end. So it's kind of you know, and obviously yeah. the trailer's got Liam Neeson again, so it's going to kind of come back round yeah. to the first one. It's like okay, it's going to be. I've got a feeling it's you know, it's, it's exciting to see that kind of this nice trilogy of films mm. that are going to round itself off. And it's like yeah, great, can't yeah. wait. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be it'll be decent. Uh, the next really big one was the Spider-Man trailer. Actually, is out already, which is quite surprising. Actually, it shows a fair amount considering it's not out for a while. I mean, it doesn't show loads, but um, but there's a new Spider-Man trailer. Which, uh, speaking of the recent Batman films, it, it's definitely gone down that avenue. It's a lot darker and sort of moodier. Uh, which, to be honest, it, I, I don't mind them doing that occasionally, but I, I get a bit bored. Of, I think there's too many of these dark, moody. Superhero blockbuster films out these days, so I'm a little bit like mm, whatever. 
I'm not that interested. But it looks, it doesn't look bad at all. It looks, it looks like it could be quite good. But it's just the fact that it's an unnecessary, unnecessary reboot, and it's copying the style of whatever's successful at the time. Obviously, the Batman films. And so I don't know. And there's there's a there's a first person perspective bit at the end, which when it first came on, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. But I don't know. It went on a bit long, and it just looked like Mirror's Edge computer game, and which just bothered me. So I, I don't know. I wasn't that amazingly convinced. In, in, in its defence, there's been they've showed kind of a lot more footage at Comic Con, which is on at the minute, yeah. and um, a lot of the reports are saying there's a lot more comedy in that. It's a lot lighter, so you can see a lot more of the kind. Of, it is dark. A lot of people are saying it is dark, but there's a lot more comedy in it. Yeah. So hopefully, as long as they get the tone right, the balance, the tonal balance. Yeah. You know, that's good. But I, I was thought it looked quite good. I, I really don't like Andrew Garfield's that's Spider-Man. And yeah. I don't mind him as much, but I just don't know. Yeah, and, and again, because it's so soon after the old Spider-Man trilogy, why is it an origin story? Yeah. Why the fuck is... It's Spider-Man. We yeah. know how we, we become Spider-Man. Let's it's just fucking shit, kick yeah. straight into it. Yeah. I don't want to see him stumbling around tops of buildings trying to fire his yeah. web. Again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's... So it's a bit annoying, but... I thought it looked quite impressive. Yeah. Cool. And I, I, I actually quite like that first person bit. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit gimmicky, but... Yeah, I don't thought, know. Um... I liked that idea, but yeah. I so, well, they did that for Doom, didn't they? The Doom film. Yeah, they to did, be fair, uh... that was the best bit in that film. The first only person good shooting. Bit in that film. <laughs> uh, cool. But last but not least, I just wanted... I'm sorry, I just saw loads of trailers recently. But the last one I just wanted to mention uh, was Hugo. Uh, which oh, is, my God. It's, when they first announced it, I was intrigued. It's like Martin Scorsese doing a 3D film and a bit more like um, a fantasy sort of world and stuff. But oh my god, the trailer looks fucking awful. It's so bad, isn't it? Awful. It Who's just... the one with the key and the the kid? Oh yeah, the and, um, yeah. yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. It just looks like it looks like Polder Express or something, but live action. And it's just what's Sasha Baron Cohen? Doing? Yeah, and Sasha Baron Cohen looks fucking awful in it. And he, and to be honest, I don't mind Sasha Baron Cohen in, in in the right roles. I think he's he's great, but I really liked him in uh, Twenty Todd. Twenty Todd, yeah, and uh, Borat was awesome. But <laughs> but, no, but yeah, no, oh god, it looks awful. The, even the even the visuals, I mean, oh yeah, it looks a bit pretty, but it just looks like it's ripped off like Tim Burton and Terry Gilliam and stuff just yeah. badly, and it's just no, it looks awful. The Not kids seem terrible. Everything yeah. about everything it. About it. What, the amount of like um, awful. following the line of Harry Potter actors is just mm. like, oh. Yeah. So no, that is not <sighs> that is not one I'm looking forward to. I'm afraid. But yeah, I think that's bit, that's that's me out for trailers though. Um, you sure, David? We've got another hour. You can well, I did watch some more trailers, but they're on the trailer watch. And um, check that out on the site. <laughs> so if you're as obsessed with trailers as Dave, then go onto the website <laughs> and you can uh, get your fill. I don't usually watch that many. I just went, it's just this this last couple of weeks of mine. But no, but cool. Uh, let's move on to films that are out and we have watched. Uh, much more interesting. I must admit this 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 time around we've been I've, rubbish. Yeah, we've been rubbish. Uh, I've seen two films that have already been reviewed in previous podcasts because oh, well uh, I'm behind. Selfish. Yeah, I was on holiday before. Uh, but I believe, uh, Laura, you have, uh, you have watched... Am I the only one that's seen a new film? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't believe this. I have seen I have seen uh, two films on Blu-ray and DVD that have <laughs> not too long ago sort of been released. It's Dave's specialty, isn't it? Yeah. So I could bring up those. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. If we need something more to talk yeah. about. To yeah, be honest, well, Dave, I reckon you've filled this podcast with trailers yeah, anyway. I have, so yeah, <laughs> so what, what did you see, Laura? I saw Beginners. Okay. 
with uh, Ewan McGregor, and I'm sorry, I, I do not know the names of anyone else, which is terrible, but um, I'm awful with names. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's about a a uh, bloke, I guess, in his thirties who has who lo- who sort of just recently lost his father, um, and he's starting and just starts this relationship with this this girl. Um, and then also, um, what kind of happens is it cuts actually cuts between the relationship, the new relationship forming with this girl, and the end of his father's life. And there's all these, all these sort of, I guess, quirky things about it. Whereas um, his father revealed when he was, uh, when his mum died, that he was gay. So there's all this sort of uh, scenes about him coping with his dad being gay. And then also his dad coping with cancer. And then you also see clips of him with his mum when he was younger and how much she was not having much of a relationship with the father. I don't know. It's, there's That's lots going. There's a lot going. It's not that complicated, though. <laughs> and it doesn't really reveal much. It's just It just sort of is. It's just this sort of slice of life. Mm. that It doesn't really have that much depth. There isn't really much going on. The relationship between you and McGregor and and this this girl really wish I knew her name um, isn't doesn't I didn't quite believe it. Um, Is you McGregor the dad or the other? No, no, you yeah. McGregor's the the sort of main yeah. character. Um, the dad is a, 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 quite a famous British actor. Good, good job you did your research. Yeah. I don't know came well, on and made know. sure you get the names. Um, but uh, he's 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 really good. There, you know, some sort of all right performances, but it's just. It's just a bit meh. It's just a bit meh. As I was explaining to Darren the other day, it's kind of like um, if you sort of ever see those adverts that sort of try to sell you middle class lifestyles with that kind of folky music, yeah. and they're not really what selling adverts. Prod- <laughs> sell you a pro- middle class lifestyle. Product. Yeah, like oh, that, exactly mean, oh, that, John Lewis. That it's like an extended version of what I mean, like, really. like I felt. That's what I felt thing, like. Would you like I a middle class lifestyle? Watching. So it was just a bit. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. I started thinking about lots of other things. <laughs> I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds that's promising. Yeah. <laughs> what about on the poster? But you know, I think that I, you know, people in the cinema seem to enjoy it, particularly some American woman who sat behind me and laughed at every single little yeah. joke. And so, yeah, but uh, it wasn't for me. Why are you being racist? We have to be in every episode. <laughs> yeah, a bit of racism. Yeah, three Americans. Well, we even know half American. You are. You're American, Dave. Your yeah. family's American. Um, even got spread over to our website now, isn't it, with our um, anti-Semitic haikus? Yeah, we've had some controversy uh, this week. Oh dear. Yes. Um, but anyway, we'll move on from that. We um, didn't write that one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't us. It was Chris. Um, Chris Maddox. Oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Basically, uh, there's a haiku which said um, the word Jewish boy describe yeah. one of the characters and somebody did not take too kindly to that yeah even though they actually pointed out that he is partly Jewish so I don't really know the problem what, but was, whatever. what was the film and um, Sorcerer's Apprentice but anyway hey, anyway no. forget about that um, but so Dave so I actually watched you've a not... couple of films that have already been reviewed I watched Senna which what, I one sentence review one sentence review I agree with you guys it was great <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, uh, it's yeah. not the best sentence, but it'll do. <laughs> no, whatever. And I saw Tree of Life. Uh, which, <laughs> in a I think I'd rather watch Jane Eyre. In the first sentence, I'd, say, I'd totally disagree you with you guys. You will be watching Jane Eyre. You're all fools. Uh, but yeah, no, Tree of Life, I have to say, I, I, I really liked it. Um, there, are, there are problems. Uh, you could say that. <laughs> but, but to me, I don't know, I think it was partly helped because you guys liked it off so much. I was expecting yeah. the most dull, pretentious... 
just a load of bollocks I've ever seen. And that was... Couldn't sit through, but... So insightfully no, accurate. Uh, oh my God, I, just, I didn't find it that pretentious. I was totally just, like, drawn to it constantly. I, I could have watched another hour. <laughs> Maybe not, actually. Oh, but, my goodness. But, um, I don't know. I just... I, it was weird. It, it just... And it's like, you, you guys are sort of making out. It wasn't really saying anything, things like that. I don't think it was necessarily forcing any messages or anything like that at all, but... But it did make me think a lot. It was just... What did it, it make you think about? Just about life. Other than like, what you're going to eat that night. About life. Know? I mean, the whole film is just about life and how it's shaped and formed. And it? how is it shaped In, and formed, Dave? Did, well, it's, it's got the fucking... The but we knew creation that. It's saying universe. nothing new. We knew that. We knew how it was... Yeah, the creation of the universe scene is, is unnecessary. But at the same time, I thought it was amazing. And it just... It just made me... Did you not expect David Attenborough, though? No, 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 I no. It just, it just, I don't know. It made me contemplate life. And what did you contemplate? And it just how fucking vast, <laughs> how insane it is, and how insignificant we are in the whole scale of things. But, really? Me, but f- yeah, and for me, I think I, I just love watching anything like that. Though all the wonders of the universe documentaries and stuff, I'm just like, oh. yeah, but it didn't. But they say things. They educate. But it's just didn't showing it. I mean, you know the, a lot of these things anyway. It's just, I think being presented by it just made me think about it. Really? But as I say, that, that bit necess- didn't necessarily, wasn't, as I say, that bit was a bit unnecessary. So, but I just liked it because I found it visually impressive and the music I thought was incredible in that sequence. And just, I don't know, I, lo- I loved it. But for me, it's more the rest of the film which just really drew me in the sort of watching this sort of boy's life, but watching him grow up. Because for me, that was, it was more about that obviously was about more about the nurture and nature and all that sort of stuff. Um, just more about how how we are formed as a person through like the influence of your family and and his friends and just his surroundings and stuff. And well, I don't know. I just but haven't we known that for thousands of years? Well, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, what I don't understand. Do what? Do we really need to? But there's no. What you have to have something totally new. That no, no. Oh, but you have a perspective on it, or a twist on it, or any. It just shows it. Every any yeah, film with a, with a kid and a dad, or a, a family, is going to deal with that in some way. But that's not what. It, that's all it had to offer. But any film would do that. I don't know. But but no. Little Miss Sunshine that was chatting about it. With other films, if it's mounted in some other story, if it's such an insignificant part of it, you don't think about those things. I think because it was more observational, it was more, it was fragments of this guy's life. It wasn't, it didn't have some... What did you think about the beach scene? Oh, the end, yeah, the end. (laughs) I wasn't that keen on the end. It didn't bother me that much, but... Yeah, that was By the way, for those of you who haven't seen it, it was not Pamela Anderson and David Hasselhoff, is it? That big scene. It was when I was watching it. That was was the only scene that I found, like, really wanky, like, "Mm, no, no thanks. But it didn't help that I'm not religious, and obviously it was supposed to be some sort of heaven afterlife, and that was just like, yeah, whatever, bollocks. But um, (laughs) it didn't, yeah, that bit bothered me a little bit, but not enough to take away what I got from the rest of the film. I reckon Christians will love that film. Yeah, I don't know, it's not that... I've heard preachy. a lot of people talk about that, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's that, that preachy, really. Because as I say, for me, what I got more about the film was about nur- nurturing children and stuff, and bringing up children. And just oh, Dave, you're more getting like moody. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I mean, I've, I've only just got. I've only just got married, you know. So. Things like that are always in my head, anyway. So maybe that was it. That was my what fascinated me so much. There's a kid in it. I do find it. I don't it? know. As I say, it wasn't necessarily that it was saying anything. It was just. I think maybe because it was languid and it was. It was. It was more just. It just made me think about life. Maybe think about things that I don't. You only sit and think about when I watch a film. I, I don't know. 
I can see why you got why people don't like it, but at the same time, it worked for you. It really works for me. I, I really. Especially if you it. like thinking about, oh my god, the way you raise a kid has an effect on his life. <laughs> I never thought. I usually, with people beating <laughs> shit out of each other. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. It's it's hard to put into words. I'm kidding. I'm. Teasing. It's an odd film, but it, it just works for me. I don't know. I I just. Uh, it's, is it, it's not is it right that it's like dividing opinion though like, oh yeah it, it's dividing oh, completely. but to be honest yeah. yeah but balance is probably critics wise is more towards favourable but it's because they're all wanky but viewer like, wise oh, is the oh, other way Malik oh universe life metaphor oh, meta I didn't just oh, I don't know <laughs> I didn't find it it didn't it didn't I think it, has, it wasn't anywhere near as pretentious as I thought as mine I didn't it wasn't as much spouting poetry in the voiceovers as I thought because that, that sort of stuff pisses me off there was a little bit. At the she start. was a little bit. There was some at the start and some at the end, and the mum occasionally annoyed me a little bit. She's very floaty and airy. She bothered me a little bit. She didn't. She didn't feel as real. Everything else felt a bit more natural, but she was a bit like. But as I say, it wasn't perfect. But as a whole, I don't know. I just found the experience like <laughs> great. I don't yeah. know. I just really enjoyed it. Out of five, uh, probably a four. Sorry. A horse just came in. I really like, I, I really liked it a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, I would like to mention one other film that I saw. I mean, it came out on cinemas back in January, but um, it just came oh, out on Oh, up to date then. Yeah, awesome, yeah, up yeah. to date. That's why people listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. for their, uh, we do but, our research and we're up to date. <laughs> I did want to mention it just because purely, I mean, I've been to, I've been keeping tabs of films that I've watched um, watched this year just because I'm really bad at the end of the year of keeping track of what I've seen. And that jumped right up right up near the top really was uh, Blue Valentine mm. uh, I saw that I saw that the other day on, on Blu-ray and uh, that was excellent really, really good I'm really looking forward to it I missed it at Cam when it was there and really yeah. annoying that I watched, went to watch another film instead of it and it was shit it's and then it missed it on, at the cinema but I had it I wasn't on I've, I've got it now but I still haven't seen it it's very good it's very simple it's like the whole film is basically just you get to you see the sort of the endings of a relationship like, um, and then intercut with the beginnings of the relationship. That's just sort of a very similar structure to Closer. Okay. You never see the middle. You only see the beginnings and ends. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, it's yeah. So it's quite sparse and simple. Just watching these guys deteriorate and then fall in love. Um, but it's just it's just beautifully done. It's just it looks nice. It's amazingly well performed. That's the main thing, really. Is the performance. The performances are really strong. Really believable. Um, Isn't it? Is it the one with the girl from Dawson's Creek? Ryan Gosling and Michelle um, Williams. Yeah, Williams. Um, but they're both excellent. And she's I don't like know, surprisingly good. It, it's it's very it's, it's heavy going there. It's, it's pretty depressing. It's like even the bits when they're falling in love because you know where it's leading to and you know that it's like you're like going no no don't do it. <laughs> He's an asshole. It's just like uh, uh, ruin the ending. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Didn't really ruin anything. It starts but. Yeah, but it starts um, at the end. It doesn't quite start right. Yeah, sort of. But you know, but yeah, it's the only the only thing that's slightly when it bother me. But the only thing I did find was that um, it's not a necessary problem. It's just in my mind. I thought it would might work. Maybe it wouldn't work better. But well, I think one thing that bothered me is um, it felt fairly one sided in terms of the um, Ryan Gosling character seemed to cause all the problems in the relationship. He was a bit. Useless but the man always off. causes all the problems in the relationship. <laughs> Didn't you know that? Yeah, obviously. But um, I'd like oh to. God, s- I'm glad you're aware of that. <laughs> I'd like to see a little bit of 
balance, but um, it might have been more. Maybe it's a metaphor for feminism. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. In at the what same time, way? It's just in the fact that feminism equals more. It's men's fault. Swing it the other way. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. I think you need to read up on feminism <laughs> yeah. a little bit well, before you start feminism. making such sweeping Radical remarks. feminism. But that might be a little bit harsh. I mean, it's not totally just he's an absolute scumbag and and she's got to leave him. It's all his fault. But it's just more he comes across as a bit of a dick, and she comes across in the later sections at least as as sort of. Uh, <laughs> being sensible, I guess, but um, but no, it's a great, it's it's an excellent film. It's uh, it's well worth a watch. It was um, depressing as hell, but um, but powerful. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's go and watch it now. Yeah, cool. But yeah, that that's it for new films. That Next watch. time it's going to be beastly. Yeah, maybe going to have a big cinema yeah. splurge this the weekend. Summer blockbusters. The cinemas are just. Just full of Harry Potter and Transformers at the minute, but yeah. Cast Two is coming out. Well, Cast Two, yeah. And Super Eight will be out by the Captain America. Captain, Captain America this gone. weekend and Ariety. Oh yeah, Ariety. Yeah. Ariety. Well, we're going to come. So excited about that. Out in the next couple of weeks, yeah. That's I'm excited. That's what I'm saying. So we have a cinema splurge this weekend, and then we're going to have a bit of a cinema splurge the weekend after. Yeah. Next podcast is going to be seven hours long. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. Cool. Well, speaking of big movies coming out, our uh, our special sort of theme of uh, of this episode. Did we mention it last week? Didn't we come up with yeah, it? On I the think spot we did. Yeah, week? on the yeah. spot. We're just we did. So... Uh, was because it's blockbuster season. We thought we'd talk about blockbusters and blockbusters that have a special, a blockbuster that has a special place in your heart. Really, I guess uh, I might be wrong, but I imagine most of it'll be something we watched when we were younger that just really hit home. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Mm. Uh, yeah, and just blockbusters that changed your life. Maybe that's a bit dramatic. Uh, that, yeah, that is way too dramatic. Yeah, way can too tell you what's true of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I can kick things off. I think it's a text with Joyce. So Darren took the piss out of it last time because he knew I was going to say it, I think. But um, for me, when I, Jurassic Park just came out at the right time, I was, well, I think I was 12 or 11 or something when it came 94, out. 94, was it? No, something no. like that. Yeah, I've been 12. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, when it, at 12 when it came out... Uh, and it, this, obviously, this film came out that was exciting. It had fucking the effects that just blew my mind. And uh, Blue? It, it just totally... There's two nothing. syllables, that one. Yeah. Blue. We need uh, the bear from Jungle Book. <laughs> I'm just getting ready for my haiku reviews. But, anyway. um, but yeah, it just it just blew me away. I mean, a lot of it at the age was the effects. But at the same time, it was it had a lot, like the T-Rex scene when they're trapped in the rain and stuff. That's that just fucking terrifying still, that, that scene. It's incredible. And... Uh, and there are all the, the sort of rapture in the kitchen. There's so many awesome sort of The rapture things. in the kitchen? Rapture, the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, it's actually like it. But, um, but yeah, it just, it was just, for me, what blockbusters want to be. They're a spectacle, but they're also exciting and and, uh, and engaging and just just a hell of a lot of fun. And for me, block, that that was, I mean, there was films I'd watched before, I think. I'd, I, I was into Star Wars Obviously, but I was too young to see Star Wars at the cinema. It was more I'd, I'd seen Star Wars on video and stuff, and I thought those were amazing. In Indiana Jones, I did see Last Crusade at the cinema. That was um, that was an awesome experience. But um, but it was more drastic part for me that just it was just something new and like amazing, and it just yeah. Drastic awesome. part was a really weird one because obviously I was like like a major film nerd when I was a kid, but for some reason Jurassic Park just you know I used to get, like kind of read all about them and stuff like that and. And, but Jurassic Park never really excited me, which right. is so weird when I think about it now, because it should have done, because it's massive and because it's dinosaur, you know, because of all the reasons that you'd mentioned. 
for some reason it didn't, and I wasn't bothered about it. And, it, and then when it like, came out, then all of a sudden I sort of like, ah, oh, kind of got excited about it, but like, I didn't have any build. It was like the day before it came out. Oh, yeah. I want to watch Jurassic Park, and and that was probably the last film I remember where I went to the local cinema in Grimsby, and then um, people were literally like queuing up around yeah. the block, which yeah. is like a textbook, but literally. Yeah. The, the cinema. Mm. It used to happen quite a lot in that cinema because it's quite small. It's gone now, but um, and they're queuing up around the block, and I went yeah. to watch it, and I thought it was utterly fucking incredible. Yeah. And I just, I can remember, just like, why was I not excited about this film? <laughs> it was really weird, but it was, it was, it was amazing. You were slightly older. You were getting into moody teenage years. Maybe it was just like nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but and in a way, you said that when we're kids, mine isn't, but it's almost okay. <laughs> the kid in me. Yeah. And I've got it's a weird choice. Well, I was thinking about it, but I am going to choose The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Only because I've never been as excited about any film, and I never will be. That is true. I, I, the experience of going to see exactly. it is that's, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm, I want to talk about, and that, that's why it affected me, and I will remember it forever. Because I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars, massive Star Wars geek. And it was almost... I can't remember like, when it finally got announced. I mean, the whole everybody was just like... You know, it wasn't yeah. like Austin Powers' whole marketing yeah. was, if you go watch one film this year, watch Star Wars. But if you watch two, <laughs> yeah. then watch Austin Powers. And it's like, yeah. it was, it was like, you know, kind of waited. It was the, it was the first, first film really of note, really, that had a sort of a trailer that came online that people could see online as well. I, yeah. I remember fucking dial-up internet. Waiting, I must have waited about four hours or something for it to download the trailer. And Aww. it was just amazing. And the trailer looked amazing. The trailer yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. Everyone just geek, you know. So it was just really exciting. It was just I've waited kind of my whole life for it. It was the most exciting time, and I can be like, it's too, like the, the the first day you could book tickets. Me and my mates, we booked because I was nineteen at the time as well. <laughs> oh, that's it. I was thinking I was quite young. Myself, I was so. nineteen, um, but um, well, me and my mates, we booked like tickets for the biggest cinema that in our in, our, in, in yeah. Leeds. Sort of things we travelled to the Leeds, um, oh, but we well, sort of three times on the opening day. Um, I remember my car died a week before. We hired a car, Jeez. drove down to Leeds, <laughs> went to Leeds oh, for the okay. day. It was amazing. Like, the yeah. first time, first show was like nine in the morning or something. It was yeah. amazing. Second time was a little bit. Had you booked tickets for three times throughout the day? Yeah. <laughs> then we watched it the second time, and it's a bit. I think. Sleepy. I think this is this but, is serious. Like. But, but I, did, time, I did watch it twice within like. A week or two weeks. I think I watched it about six times in total when it was at the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I, I didn't actually watch to it. To be once, honest, the no. first, I mean, the first time, when I saw it first on cinema, I, I, I loved it. It's one of those films just over time I've watched it more, I've been a bit the like. flaws mm, become more apparent. Yeah. But, um, and I think there's a lot of people, like, a lot of the reviews were really yeah, positive. Yeah. And then in hindsight, we were going, mm, maybe Jar Jar is a little annoying. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know. I still, I still think there's bits in it now that are stunning cinema. So, there's a couple of the sequences, the, the pod race and the sort of final. Yeah, they are just too sensational. Awesome. In any of the top most things in Star Wars, to be honest. But, um, but I um, mean, so it's got to be that just because it was just such a massive yeah. experience. And I can remember. I'm not. I'm not as bad as we didn't dress up or anything like that. But a lot of people did. A lot. Of, <laughs> I, when we did an evening one, the amount of lightsabers flinging yeah. around. <laughs> I didn't dress up, but I, the closest I got was I wore a Star Wars tie. Hang <laughs> oh, on a minute. Oh, it's way worse. Way worse than dressing up a tie. What do you mean a tie? You wear a fucking suit, suiting and booted. What my, my brother? My brother had a Star Wars tie, and I wanted to wear something Star Warsy, but I didn't have a costume. And That's I wasn't all wear you a had. Oh, bless fucking tie. Did yeah. you wear it around your head? Unless you, I was going to say, unless you wore it around oh, your I head. Uh, yeah, it, it was loose. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but no. Uh, 
and I must admit, I was I was uber geek as well. Well, another weird thing I did. Was, as well, I, we, I was uber geek. I, I queued up. I queued up with my brother to get ticket. I queued up at midnight to get tickets. Um, but what happened? We got to the front of the queue and to book the tickets, and we and basically we were like, oh yeah, well, I want to see it the very first show. And like you, I wanted to watch it first thing nine nine in the morning. Uh, but then I actually discovered that. The nine in the morning screening wasn't the biggest screen in the cinema. And the thing is, the Huddersfield's Odeon, where I watched it, or UCI at the time, the biggest, had a really, 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 really big screen, like screen five. But that was on later at like 12. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it on the absolute biggest screen. So I actually booked it for the second showing. And there was only about five people in the cinema. No way. Because everyone had gone to the morning one. So basically, I queued up at midnight to get tickets for no reason whatsoever. And Aww. just because they wanted to watch it on a bit slightly bigger screen. But, yeah, but I bet even queuing it was exciting. It was, it was. Yeah. Exactly. I think we, did we watch, I think we watched something else just to make up for the queue, but I can't remember what, but yeah. So yeah, I must admit, I, I agree, the experience of watching that was And the build-up. The build-up, build build yeah. The build-up to watching it, I mean, that's what I meant. I can, I can always remember, then I'm going to sound like a real geek, but Star Wars is told a very special place in my heart in my yeah. defence. But I can remember watching it, and I can remember the music coming on for the first screening. Shed a little to you. I did. I, I was close. I it did. did I actually me, shed a little to you. It did give me Because I was just like, I cannot believe it, I'm here. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the fanboy. Have you seen the film Fanboys? I haven't actually. That, the whole film was back based on that. Like, the basic, what that is. is that... I saw Fanboys before I saw Star Wars. Which <laughs> a bit yeah. But that, that is where some guy's going to die, got cancer. Yeah. And he's going to die before Phantom Menace comes out. <laughs> so they want to break into Skywalker Ranch and watch it. I didn't realise it was that. I thought it was just interviews with geeks about Star Wars. No. Oh, no, it's right. fiction. It's, it's kind really, of... it's quite a sweet little film, actually. It is. It's got, quite no, it's a few it. problems, but it's, it's a bit silly. It's got, mm. really, it's got loads of cameos, like Carrie Fisher and stuff like that, and loads of big cameos. Right, I didn't realise. <laughs> um, it's even got, it's got somebody playing that the fat ginger guy from 18 Cool News. <laughs> so it's fictional film. I always thought it was oh, a documentary. No. no, it's a fi- oh, complete crazy. fiction. Is it? I might be yeah, it's not of... based on a true story, is it? No. no. I know there's the people versus George Lucas, might be getting them mixed up, but... Yeah. yeah, well, Fanboys is um, was one of the, it was like a script on Trigger Street. Do you know what Trigger Street is? Competition one where people submit scripts back. It was a script on that and it became really successful through that and got picked up. Mm-hmm. Then it got made. Yeah. Then the Weinsteins, going back to a conversation a few weeks ago, <laughs> wanted to change it. Yeah. After, um, what they, they wanted to get rid of all the cancer stuff because it was too dark and they wanted it to be a little bit lighter. And um, right. so it, it was literally, didn't get released for, I may be exaggerating, but two years. And there's a big fight between trying to get the original release out and it eventually... Did they get the original It seems to be straight to DVD. It was about cancer, yeah. They want to get rid of it completely? Yeah. Because it wasn't even that dark. Like, that was very... But it's great. But that's nice. It's a great story. Without that, it just... Without that, it's just a a bunch of cons trying to break into Skyrim. Exactly. It'd be rubbish. Yeah. Cool. Laura? I really don't have anything. Oh, brilliant. Oh. You're well, really no, prepared. But no, it's not, it's not that I'm not prepared. I have really thought about this. Not but I just, th- th- just is not a blockbuster that has changed my you're life not, in any way, shape, or probably not a film geek, I suppose, in that sense. Well, no. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just like, it, it, ask, me, ask me to name any film, and I could have. But to say a blockbuster, not really. Some no. film, not but even the first Harry Potter I wrote. Well, there... Harry Potter's a Christmas film, and it didn't really change my life. Oh, it's no. definitely a summer blockbuster. Christmas blockbuster. Probably film. one of the ones I was most excited about was Lord of the Rings, but again, Christmas blockbuster. You know, it, yeah, and it's just, it's hard. It's hard. I think, I think what I, if I'm going to name a film that I can think of that I've been most excited about, and then when it came out, I just 
was absolutely blown away by and actually sort of got really excited about the fact that there might be lots more films like this made was Pan's Labyrinth. And it, that probably wasn't a summer blockbuster. No, it wasn't. Really. It's was amazing. Though. But that one is the only one that I can think that I probably feel like you two have yeah. just been talking You're about really psyched that, to watch that it. because I, it was just you know I saw the trailer in in the um, in the cinema and just got so excited by it. Um, a friend of mine saw it before I did, and then she came to the cinema with me. And what was quite interesting about it was she said, you know, it is quite violent in places, and she knows that I can't watch violence. So she actually helped me through it by uh, telling me to look oh, away. Really Although to be honest, the bit where ruin it. Well, no, look away because but the bit no, but the bit where he does he smash the bottom smashes, in the face, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the horrible. sound from that was just ugh, it was just horrible. But actually, most of it was watchable and just incredible. The fawn is just unbelievable. Yeah, I really love cool. the fawn so much. Just, just one of the most amazing characters in a film ever. Really? Yeah, I think so. Pan. Pan. Oh yeah, I keep doing that. Every time I say it, I, talk, I forget these people. But yeah, it's just, I just, I just think that there's just so much going on in it. And I, you know, I, my favourite genre is fantasy. I love fairy tales. I love it when fairy tales are just purely dark. You know, they how they should be, hmm. and that just has everything. And the, 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 the girl's journey. It just it is amazing, unbelievable. It is like what, what I don't she goes through, and it's so tragic. Yeah. But that film is. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and then I think um, <laughs> weirdly for me they are connected. Like when I was younger, I loved Labyrinth, and oh, I think yeah. that, that obviously it's nowhere near as dark as that, but it does have dark elements. And I think oh, those very similar, to very very similar, similar. Yeah. Yeah. and similar. any films like that. So yeah, hmm. I think more, more films like that should be made. Fantasy, awesome. I just but dark has to have dark elements, but yeah. also really beautiful. So awesome, yeah. I think I'll still get that. It's still, <clears throat> in terms of being excited about a film. Was yeah, so actually, in a way, the question yeah. was more about passion. What film really yeah. got you going? What yeah. film got you wet? Awesome. <laughs> nice. uh, cool. Well, we're doing well for time. We'll quickly we'll crack on. We might have a, a shorter one. But no, uh, uh, next, as usual, just want to go through what's coming out of the next couple of weeks. Just pick out the highlights. Yeah, please. we're not going to go through everything. We've got Captain America out yeah, on Friday, 29th. Very interested about that. Um, um, yeah, I might have seen that. Zookeeper. Yeah. I'll review that next time. Yeah. Horrid Henry the movie, which looks terrible. Uh, we've got Arietti, which we mentioned we'll earlier. That. That's the Studio Ghibli Borrowers movie, which looks cool. So exciting. Um, then we've also got a, a Better Life, which is. Oh, that looks awful. It's Chris White, the guy who did oh. About a Boy, an American Pie Random Bean. He's in a bizarre mix of films. He did About a Boy, American Pie, Golden Compass, and New Moon. But, um, I don't like anything he's ever done. Oh, I don't, I don't like that about a boy, actually. Oh, I, I really I've got a secret sauce. Do you know what? I think the best pie. thing he's done is probably American Pie. And that he's saying somewhere. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's coming out. It's about a, a gardener in East LA who struggles to keep his son away from gangs and immigration agents, Bob. Looks trying terrible. to give his son the opportunity. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't. I just saw I the s- I started watching the trailer and then, like, some way through the trailer, the computer just wouldn't... It just wouldn't have it I would only it's it's just refused yeah, yeah just refused no, sorry. point blank no it looked terrible it looked yeah. awful and also out on the 29th is Poetry which is one of the can it won like best screen yeah that the Korean yeah um, I think I saw that yeah I didn't <laughs> I think I did is it a thriller no oh no I never know no it's about a 60 something woman 
Faced with the discovery of a heinous family crime and in the early stage of Alzheimer's, finds strength and purpose when she enrolls in a poetry class. No, it's not really thrilling. No, no, it's not. No. But no, cool. But that's yeah, that's out. Uh, and then moving on to the fifth of August, the week after, Super Eight is finally out in the UK, which Woo-woo. I reviewed. Uh, was it in the last episode? The episode before. And that's well so, worth a watch. So we can talk about it again. Yeah, I, I, mm. um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. The ending's a bit disappointing. Can't but wait. The rest of it's brilliant. Uh, there's Sarah's Key, a French um, drama. You know we said do the highlights, uh, Dave. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's Mr. Popper's Penguins, which looks, looks, looks terrible. Set. Oh yeah. And that's about it from that week of any, oh. of any interest. Okay. There's some some good films. Oh, Cars Two is out this week. Uh, oh yeah. Why is that not on? It must be must have officially come out on Wednesday something because it didn't pop up as the coming soon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Cars Two. Yeah, that is out this week. We watched that as well. We're having a big cinema blitz this week and next week. Cool. So we'll try yeah. to get as much. Should try on it tomorrow. Football tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Isn't that one coming out with? Is it Kirsten Scott? Thomas about the That's um, story. Sarah's key, which I mentioned. Okay, is that? Christine, sorry, I thought so. Though. I thought that was so. It's that's a French film. Yeah, she's. Oh, I guess French. it is. Oh, I might she's, be wrong. She just no, French it's not. Well. not it's set in modern day Paris. No, it's not a French film. It's not a French. It can't be. Okay, I'm talking about my house then. No, but, um, no. Yeah. Um, just assumed. No, I think I think what it is is that she's she's looking she's. Um, researching a story of uh, Jews that okay. were persecuted but it was the French that persecuted them so that's probably the French yeah. connection okay. but yeah yeah I've seen that trailer yeah, yeah. well I mean, she is fluent in French isn't she yeah, yeah I mean she's, she's been in, in did she leaving possibly could yeah. be leaving that was, that was quite good yeah, yeah, saw that recently. but um, but it's not one of the trailers I've seen the trailer it isn't yeah. okay fair enough awesome well, right uh, a few little bits of site news and then we can close off uh, I guess the big news is we have um, we have we mentioned it last in the last podcast, but it's it's all happening now. All go is we've uh, joined forces with the Thirty Minute Gamers, uh, who do a, a video, video game, computer game podcast, and we are we have started to host their podcast on our site. So it's a regular weekly <laughs> podcast, thirty minutes long, or thereabouts. About so they're minutes. a lot more disciplined than we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms well, of time. yeah, although uh, it's shorter and a bit more rambling though, but uh, not in a bad way. It's great, yeah. I yeah, did. Yeah. Um, there's, um, they've, they've done as nearly as many as us now, but they do it weekly. But um, yeah. yeah, the f- last week's episode's up, and I would imagine that over the next day, because I actually went on and did um, a podcast with them. Guest appearance for you? Yeah, um, <laughs> just to kind of you know obviously launch the new partnership and things, and chat to them about games, and and part of that podcast was about film, film games. Oh, yeah. That was really chatting about that. So it's good. It's really good. It's, it's quite similar to us in a way, and yeah. kind of quite chatty quite and loose, informal, yeah. which is great. Um, but um, and I think maybe because we've not chatted about what the next theme is, why don't we kind of reverse that favour and next week next is to chat about video game movies. Video, video game, game movies. movies. Oof, yeah, we could do. Yeah. So yeah. So the thing just that's we're, our thing. We're just gonna have one each that we watch, and then a favourite or a least favourite or watch one. Or... Whatever, just watch one. Watch one. Yeah, chat watch about one. it. Yeah. I'll try and squeeze one in. I've got a few films to watch. Or... Yeah. Cool. Um, Street Fighter. Street... Well, Street Fighter you, you 2 is awesome. You go wild watching loads oh, of Oh, no, no, that's, no there's, there's a few Street Fighter ones. The Street Fighter animated ones. No, no, the animated ones are good. If, well, yeah. yeah no, so I it has them, but... to be, hang on, can we just clarify this? It has to be a, a game action. turned into a film, not the other yes. way. Right? Yes, yeah, yes. Because loads of films have been yeah, turned exactly, into. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Into the games, yeah. But I can always remember when I got the animated one, because I was quite into all that, when we did our own fanzines. But um, I can remember when I borrowed it off my mate with a videotape of that. And I can remember there's a bit where Chun-Li gets sh- sh- has a yeah. shower, 
And I think when I got to that bit in the videotape, started going fuzzy. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh my god. I, he, I think like, got cut yeah. out with some versions of Trim Frame. Yeah. But he was a bit weird. So yeah, that, 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 so he'd watch that bit over and mm, over. Obviously, and yeah. over. Paused it. But yeah, we should talk about it more um, next week. Um, yeah. Because I'm sure we'll bring that up. I think it's the only one I've got Two to weeks. watch. Two weeks. Uh, one last thing, actually, I just wanted to quickly bring up uh, a bit behind the scenesy sort of thing. You might not notice, but I just want to say that we've uh, and I've been contacting a few DVD distributors, and we've got a couple. We've got three new DVD distributors on board to sort of send us screeners and things. So um, it should be good for the site. It means we'll get to cover some more uh, diverse DVDs because most of our reviewers are a uh, me. I'm probably the worst culprit for this. Uh, are very bad at reviewing just everything to see because it's, it takes time so but when we're forced to see something from a distributor we'll, we'll review it so now we've got uh, Eureka uh, Network and New Wave Films on board so we should be getting sent some quite interesting releases uh, all three of those actually do specialise in in, uh, in doing quite a few sort of independent and out house sort of films uh, Eureka sure. do a lot of old classics and some relatively unknown classics which I'm really excited about watching actually um so, uh, yeah, we should find some undiscovered gems and post them up on the site. So, yeah, look forward to some, some new, exciting new content. Awesome. So, um, yeah, good, good. Shortest one in a while. Yeah. Ooh, 55. Under an hour. Great. Ooh. Let's uh, <laughs> call it a day. And uh, see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>